All right. So on the podcast today, we have Coach David Moneypenny. Uh, Coach is coached all around Fayette County here in West Virginia. Uh, he's a really wise man. You'll love what he has to say about football and scheme and life on this podcast. All right, man, All right. Let's, do it. <laughs> let's do this thing, man. On the uh, on the Minor Football Coach Podcast uh, tonight, we have Coach Money Penny. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. yeah we were talking before we started how, like, you bet, like for like Zoom is something we do for school, and this is like a this is a fun podcast, right? Our fun Zoom activity. <laughs> yeah, I hope my. Yeah, administrators aren't watching, but yeah, this is one of the first fun zooms I've had. It's all usually business. That's right. So this is uh, this will be one we think, can out laugh and have a good time and relax. Oh no, right. I think if administrators were honest, they would say zooms are stressful. It's just like it's not a natural thing. You're not you don't naturally like look right at the person the whole time you're talking to them. You know, you're here, you're relaxed, but now you got to like look at the screen and <laughs> stare at people. Yeah. Yeah, it, it and sometimes, you know, where I'm at at Oak Hill High School, we got about 85 folks on there. So we're looking at a lot of different screens, you know, but it's mm -hmm. a little different, a little different than where I was in the past. So, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a lot of fun there, no doubt. That's awesome, coach. Coach, please give the listener your background. Uh, you have a very prestigious career. I just love for the listeners to kind of get a sense of who you are and where you come from. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know the, so I've been doing this for like 34 years now, so it's kind of hard that all the years kind of get, they kind of run in, but um, I, I really started coaching football back in, uh, in the fall of uh, 80, 87 is when it was, and it was at a small place called Nuttall Middle School. It's in Lookout, West Virginia. It's in Fayette County, and, uh, and that's where I've done predominantly most of my coaching is in Fayette County. You know, I've bounced around, you know, I was at uh, Mount Hope, you know, high school, and, and then I was at Midland Trail High School, and uh, I've spent some time, I've spent two or three different times at, at Oak Hill High School, and, and uh, of course, you know, I was at Fayetteville um, most recently uh, until this year, you know, uh, Fayetteville was was a long stretch for me as an assistant coach and head coach, uh, and I actually spent a year or two up in Berkeley County at Musselman High School uh, as well, so uh you know, and, and at Woodrow, I was with, with Coach Lee there at Woodrow for a year. And, and uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of a bounce arounder, you know, uh, when you get to be my age, it's, yeah, you're going to, you're going to find yourself in different places at different times. Yeah. So that's it, man. It, I mean, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It really has. I've met a lot of good people, you know, and, and uh, still meeting good people, you, you know, and, and, and uh, football has been really, really, um, really good to me it really has it's it's been all about uh, the relationships for me mm -hmm. uh you know with kids and coaches and, and, and you know it's 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 been a lot of fun it really has you you said mount you said mount hope and mm -hmm. i've heard that stadium is something awesome to look yeah. at yeah yeah it, it's 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 a special place you know it's an intimidating place if you're on the wrong side you know uh you know oh, it, it's it is i don't know if you've been there but it it's uh um, you know, it's an older stadium, uh, and it's like, it's, it's like, a, you're like down in like a, I don't know what, how to explain it, but it, it's, it's got these old, old concrete, uh, you know, steps and seats and it, it mm -hmm. just kind of works its way, way, way up. I mean, it could seat several, you know, lots, lots of kids, lots of people, you know, uh, I was there for a couple of years, uh, 
with Eddie Soup, Coach Soup was the head coach there, and you know a um, lot of lot of lot of football games he's he's won, you know there, uh, and some of the better better players, you know I've always felt from uh, the state of West Virginia have really come from that area, Mount Hope area. Uh, it's a small small town, and and uh, but they have had some prolific athletes there, and they still do. A lot of the kids from Mount Hope that get you know consolidated into to Oak Hill High School. Uh, have contributed to Oak Hill High School's success, so it's 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 a it's quite a place, Mount Hope, West Virginia, and that's where I got my start. So, uh, you know, that uh, kind of you know made me a little tough around the edges, and, and I was able to kind of make it through some other times because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. I think people when they think about being a head coach at a high school level think that you know, it's, it's kind of like bunnies and rainbows to some degree. Like you're you're just with kids trying to help kids, but you got to have a spine like you were talking about. You got to have a spine that has some toughness to you. Talk about that a little bit, being a head coach. I think that's something that's overlooked sometimes being a, being a high school head coach. I think so. I, I think you're right. You know, it's, 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 it's got, you know, some tough toughness to it. I mean, there's some tough things you got to do and, and, you know, it's, I, you know, I've never really mastered it. You know, I don't know if anyone ever has, you know, because you have to wear a lot of different hats, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. things that you do. And, and uh, you know, you're not, obviously you got to know the game of football, but, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I, I think more as I got older, you know, I kind of figured out it's, it's really, really about the relationships and, and, and you know, trying to, to help the kids, you know, mm -hmm. become what they want to become. And it, you know, involves, you know, hugging them and you know, one minute and discipline the next at times. And, you know, you've got, a lot of outside things that are going on, you know, that you maybe didn't used to have, you know, 10, mm -hmm. 15, 20 years ago, but it, it's tough, you know, and I, and I think, you know, you know, you, you know, you, you, you've been there and, and done it, you know, we, we sometimes put a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, particularly because, you know, for whatever reason, you know, we, we really want the kids to excel and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's very serious. You know, we, we put a lot of time into it, hours, hours, and hours. And, you know, I've got two girls and, you know, I have not seen them grow up a lot, you know, and that's very, very common with, with coaches uh, in mm -hmm. high school. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but uh, there's a, there's a lot of rewards as well. And you know, that coach, you know, Absolutely. Things, you know, still, I still get, I got, yeah, I've got some messages from some kids today. I got a message from a kid today that I coached back in uh, 2006, 2005, and, and uh, you know, got, got one three days ago, you know, from another one. It, it's just, it's about mm -hmm. the relationships, coach. You know, it really is. And all the, the tough things you have to do and go through, it, 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 it really balances out a lot of times when you get those kind of, kind of those messages from these kids that are men now, you know, and they still call you coach, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. That's that's wild. I mean, I haven't been in as long as you have coach for getting texts from guys from other places I've been and Hey coach, what's yeah. up? And I'm like, man, I ain't your coach no more, but I appreciate the the title. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's like a great title to have. Cause it's like kids always call you that. It doesn't matter if you're not their yeah. coach anymore. You know, they just, that's something they, they want to yeah. want to call you. Yeah. That's, my daughter called me coach there for a while, you know, because that's all she heard me called. You know, she knew <laughs> she, sure, yeah. she heard the little daddy. But uh, and my brother-in-law, I coached him. You know, he still calls me coach. You know, he's, mm -hmm. you know, he's in his, you know, mid-thirties now. He's a dentist, and he still calls me coach. So yeah, it, it's 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 neat. It, it's special. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, 
when I moved up here, you were at Fayetteville at the time, and I know you you did a really really good job there. Talk about that program and kind of how you know, you built that there, and what were some like your core principles as you as you made that uh, what into a, a wonderful football program? Well, I, I, you know, I was I was pretty lucky. I was pretty blessed uh, when I was there as an assistant coach because I was you know I happened to be under one of the you know, one of the probably the top coaches in the state in his time, and, you know, his name is Frank Spangler. And, and Coach mm-hmm. Spangler, you know, he grew up in, in Fayetteville and he graduated from Fayetteville and, and he started coaching in Fayetteville. And, and uh, you know, he, he won he won a state championship or two there before I was there. And, and uh, you know, while I was there, he, he lost a couple, you know. So, you mm-hmm. know, he, he really, he really kind of, kind of, you know, smoothed me out and made me shine a little bit you know he, he taught me a lot and mm. uh, of course I've been under some other good coaches in Fayette County before that but uh so I you know the the, the cupboard was kind of stocked when I took over you know with him mm. and you know he he was he, he traded his positions with me he wanted to help me and uh as an assistant coach so you know I I had a lot of I cheated if you will you know I, everything was kind of handed to me and he stuck around and kept you know, kept things the way they should have been, but uh, uh, we we had some success at Fayetteville. We, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things that we had at Fayetteville was the toughness of the kids that we had. You know, um, you know, and, and it was all about him and what the culture that he had created. You know, before I got there and while I was there and, and while you know when I was the head coach, you know, he helped me kind of maintain that and, and, and nurture that. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the kids that we had there were, uh, they'd sell out to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we never had a lot of kids, but uh, the ones that we had uh, were very uh, committed. You know, the ones that weren't playing the, the, the winter sports and the spring sports, you know, they were in that weight room. And, and uh, you know, some of them even, you know, doubled up. They lift in the mornings mm-hmm. or, or they lift in the evenings after their other practices. So, uh, you know, uh, our community, you know, Fayetteville was – typically known you know as a football school so uh mm-hmm. you know our community embraced that and we had a lot of support from from our community and, and from our administration and, and and uh the teachers you know a lot of the teachers who taught there at Fayetteville were from Fayetteville as well oh so, wow that's cool you know it was it was really cool you're right coach it was a, it was a special special place uh you know place unlike any place I've been because everybody was so uh tight you know and, and mm-hmm. they had they had known each other for years so it's one of those small small single aid schools where the teachers had graduated from Fayetteville gone to college come back and were teaching there and and uh you know it was it was a really really uh tight tight-knit group and, and they welcomed me in there you know and that was that was uh interesting enough I was I graduated from Midland Trail so them letting me oh, in oh oh man well, Jeez. You, well Fayetteville that was yeah I was a little concerned about that but they let me in, so I got lucky there. But we had, yeah, we've had a lot of success, and a lot of fun there. Kids were pretty tough, Coach. Man, we've been to Fayetteville a lot to hike and eat. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've been to Seeker Sandwich Society, Pies yeah. and Pints, Cathedral <laughs> Cafe. You know, we hiked the trails there, like the um, the, like the Long Point Trail, the Endless mm-hmm. Wall Trail. Endless Wall, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah. it's like one of those places. If we get a long weekend, we're there. Like we're in Fayetteville, you know. Right. It's a it's a beautiful place too, you know, and we just we just became a national park, you know, here in mm-hmm. Fayetteville, and uh, uh, special place. You're right. There's a lot of a lot going on here, and, and uh, 
you know, of course, our school, they, sh they shut our high school down, which was, that was tough. That was tough on mm -hmm. a lot of us there at first, but, you know, we're not the first ones to experience that. And, uh, sure. you know, but, uh, you know, time, time goes on and we move on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, next time you're down, Coach, we'll hit pies and pints, man. Yeah, we can do that. That's, that's easy to do. Heck yeah, we are uh, we're vegans, and they have the vegan cheese on the pizza. So man, we're we come down, we're eating that sucker up. Like, let's yeah. go get some pizza, you know? Well, you know, hopefully Joey Joey Fields from you know the head coach at Herbert Hoover. I hope he's uh, you know, I hope he's not hearing this because they want to get a ride down here. That's all. That's that's every time I'm turning around, Joey's texting me something about pies and pints. You know, I want to talk football. He wants to talk pies and pints. You know. So it's, <laughs> You know, I, I got to tell a story on Joey. We were on the phone last night and uh, he's like, coach, don't judge me um, on my, my order here. He pulls up to Wendy's and orders a Baconator, a large fry and six chicken nuggets. I hope Joey Fields is listening to this podcast in mm -hmm. a large Coke. And my man's like, great. you know, yeah, he he's like great, a pencil. You know what I mean? Um, it's like, Joey, where are you putting that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looks great. I've always told Joey how nice he looks. He eats, eats what he wants and you know, he looks like a model. He's got it made, those young guys, you know? Oh man, he cracks me up. We did a, we I did a podcast with him a couple months ago and you know, I saw his, uh, like in the background, I can see his apartment and he, uh, he was like bundled up in the blankets watching football. I'm like, man, you could tell you don't have any kids because this is all you're doing all day is sitting there. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's a good dude and knows a lot of football. Yes, he does. Yeah, one of the bright absolutely. young minds in the state. He's daggone right. Yeah, he. Joey's a good fellow. He really is. He really is. Yeah. He. Um. I mean, we text and talk pretty often. He's just mm -hmm. man, good, good dude. Like yourself, coach. You know what I mean? I mean there's all, so many good coaches here. That's one thing that I found coming here in 2015. People are so willing to help people are so willing to share and it's just such a tight-knit community yeah you know i learned that as well you know and particularly in the southern part of the state you know uh it seems it, it, you're right everybody wants to share you know no one's trying to mm -hmm. hold secrets and, and uh you know it's it's a it's a it's a good uh you know source of information you know and, mm -hmm. and of course like you, you know, twitter we can reach out and, and, mm -hmm. and help one another and grab one that's like coach ryan you're talking about Willie central i mean hey you know, he and I, you know, he's been a lot of help to me, you know, when I was at Fayetteville, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're, he's a willing central I and mean, we're single a, we're trying to beat each other, you know, and right. he's just really, really open-minded a lot of things. He's, you know, he, he's, mm -hmm. he's one of those good dudes, like I said earlier, I mean, he, he really is. Uh, and you're right. You know, it, it's, it's, everybody is willing to help one another. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter what's, you know, what size of school you are or where you're from, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's, you know, we're in the club, you know, and it's a special mm -hmm. thing. It really is. Yeah, no doubt. So Coach Ryan talked about, you know, Twitter talked about down and kick. So I'm, I got to know what's your offensive philosophy? Like, what do you like to do? What's your thing? And let's just, we'll go from there. We'll just, we'll just rock and roll this thing. Okay, well, here we go. You know, well, that's what we do, you know, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, we, we're predominantly a wing T. I'm a predominant, I'm a wing T coach mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, got got into the wing tee uh, mostly when I landed at Fayetteville. And this would have been in the late 90s, 97, 98, 99 with Coach Spangler. And Coach mm -hmm. Spangler was the, really the first coach in this area that was running the wing tee. A lot, a lot of teams here were running the eye and the wishbone and, and those types mm -hmm. of things. Uh, but we got into this wing tee and I really didn't understand too much about it, you know, because everything that we did in the past at the schools I've been were mostly just, you know, base blocking, if you will, you know, and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But 
the coach was doing, Coach Penner was doing this thing and blocking down and kicking down and leading up. And, you know, and I was like, what's, you know, what is all this kind of stuff? Everybody's yeah, like, what's that all about? Yeah, all the misdirection in the backfield. So, you know, I got a good take of that with him. Uh, and, you know, I was with him for a few years. And then, of course, uh, had an opportunity to move up north. Uh, mm-hmm. my wife and I were offered jobs in Berkeley County. Uh, my father was living there at the time. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Denny Price was the head coach at Musselman High School at the time. And, and uh, you know, I was very fortunate to land up there with him. Uh, and he was 100% wing T, you know, mm-hmm. and that's really where I got really saturated with, with that concept mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, that gap scheme, that block down and kick out. So, mm-hmm. uh you know, I was up there, like I said, a year or two. And, of course, Coach Price is still very open. You know, like, like you said, we're in that community where everybody wants to help one another. I mean, I can give him a call. And, you know, he's the master of that wing tee. He, he really knows that thing inside out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that's really the thing that we do is wing tee regardless. Uh, when I got the head coaching job at Fayetteville in, in 2006, you know, we, we got that thing going with the wing tee and then the kids wanted to run the spread and all that. Mm-hmm. So I had to scratch my head and, uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know, everybody's running the spread. So basically what we did was we, we moved mm-hmm. all our skill players around. We, we took them out of the backfield and put them out there, you know, sure. about one and, and the offensive line, we didn't tell them anything different. They didn't know what was going on and they just, mm-hmm. they were still running wing tee up front and, uh, the skill guys were happy because they thought we were not running the wing tee anymore. And the, the linemen were happy because mm-hmm. we were still running the wing tee. And, you know, I was happy because everybody was happy, you know. So sure. uh, that's that's our offensive philosophy. It's 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 a, it's, it's a wing tee scheme regardless of what we do, you know, whether mm-hmm. we got you know, three backs, two backs, one back, you know, two mm-hmm. tight ends, two wings, no tight ends, no wings. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be that gap concept. Uh and, you know, we always try to blend in, you know, some type of printer game with either jet or rocket. Mm-hmm. And, right. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's mostly wing T coach, you know, we mm-hmm. throw the ball a little bit, play action and bubbles. That's about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No doubt. I, I found, you know, gap scheme is awesome at the high school level because it, like, it doesn't matter what front you get, you know, as long as you're blocking your rule, we can block up anything. You know, especially Perfect. first level, we may let like, let like a backside linebacker go, but mm-hmm. if he's making the play, it's for five yards at least. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, you know, we're, we've been like outside zone, I'm not wide zone. I mean, literally drop, cross over and run, try to get your mm-hmm. second step. And the, if you're cover the, the guy's crotch, and then let's try to get his outside shoulder and put the, you know, the trail hand in his breastplate, uh, you yeah. know, quick game, some play action. Uh, I think we rushed for 5.8 yards of carry last year um you yeah. know just trying to run the ball control the clock uh you know because we didn't have super explosive guys uh last year you before we did we could go we scored 34 points a game in 19 uh but i mean talk about your play action off that i think it's the next that's the next thing for me like i'm trying to get a little deeper in the play action and play pass and you know a yeah. little more eye candy with the passing game well it's not real sophisticated for you know for us but you know i want to comment what you said yeah that's you're exactly right you know we always block by rule you mm-hmm. know we don't we never block by front so uh you know it was basically every, you know we had a hat on the hat and mm-hmm. you know if they follow the rule and and uh you know that was very simple for us and uh but you know our, our play action is obviously you know we have waggles uh that go away from back action and we have 
keep passes, which stay to the, you know, the, the mm. back action. And, you know, it, it didn't really get any more complicated than that. Uh, you know, and whatever, whatever run play we had developed, we felt that was, excuse me, we were developing the best. That's where we would base our, our play action. Oh, on that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If the buck sweep was working, you know, we'd, you know, we'd run waggle pretty well. If, if, uh, you mm. know, two back power, we, you know, was working, we, you know, we'd, we'd run some type of keep pass to that same side. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, we tried to figure out really what, what play our run play was working best for us that year. And that's really much what we based our, our play action off of. Uh, uh, but, you know, we had, we had some counters, you know, we had some crisscross. Of course, you got to have your fullback trap up in there. Absolutely. Uh, but, um, uh, and we would, you know, what we try to do a lot of times is formation people, you know, we would bring mm-hmm. our split in over to the tight end wing side and try to, you know, try to pull the corner out and try to get, you know, get an extra guy over there uh, mm-hmm. you know, out of the box, if you will. And, and uh, but uh, uh, 2016, we had a pretty good group. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually had a really good group. That's probably one of the best groups we've had. And we kind of deviated a little from the wing T and we did go to more of a, uh, a spread concept and mm-hmm. uh and we had a kid that you know he threw for over 2,000 yards and close to 30 touchdowns that year and, mm. and he was a big kid you know he was you know six five uh 220 guys so he could mm. see he could see over mm-hmm. top of things so you know we let him kind of you know kind of do what he wanted to do I might I might call some type of you know buck sweep or or, or, or or belly or something and the next thing i know they're breaking the huddle and they're in you know three by two you know and he's sure yeah, absolutely yeah and, and you know he's you know he's he's you know spinning that ball pretty good down the field so yeah mm-hmm. you know we we have gotten away from the wing tee at times but that's true sure. obviously like anybody else when you have the players that you think can do it but uh it takes a lot to pull me out of that coach coach ryan he, he understands that, that block down kick out uh, mm-hmm. And that's that's really what I think uh, kind of drew he, you know, us together. It's because mm-hmm. you know we had this we had the love for that same type of scheme, if you will. And and you know, Willie Central, I mean, they're they're not you know you're not going to run the wing tee any better than those guys. You know, they're Y'all very out, man. You know, people talk about the players they have, yeah. But I, I tell you, what people really don't really talk about is the coaches they have. I mean, they have some really really good coaches up there. You know, mm-hmm. and. and uh, I, I think it has a lot to do with their success, not just the players. They're, they're very well coached and, mm. uh, and they're good. They're good dudes too. They really are. They really Absolutely. Are. And they've been there for so long. I mean, there's a consistency with the coaching staff. Like those guys have been there. That's where they want to be. There's tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember listening at a clinic one time to a guy and he said, you could have went at a place that has tradition. Like if, if they have tradition and you're doing a good job as a coach, you know, the players are going to come and mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to be able to do well. And I, when I, I, I think about that phrase that willing central just pops to my head. Like that is, that's what they are. It's like a machine. They just, they have the coaches and they stay and there's consistency yeah. and they just, they do it. It's a good point coach. You know, if you can keep, keep the same guys hanging around year after year after year, it, be, it, be, it becomes just kind of a, you know, a unit of, of one coach, mm-hmm. if you will, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you don't have to, you know, bring new guys in and teach them the schemes and, you know, the culture and that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, anytime you can get coaches to kind of return year after year, you're right. I mean, it, it, it's, it's tough to beat teams like that. It really is. 
That's cool, Coach. Coach, talking about your defense philosophy, how did you defend the wing tee? Because that's that's the next question that, that on my brain, my brain at least. Yeah, that, well, we never had a lot of success. <laughs> uh, not really. But, you know, it, it, there's, you know, a couple things that we would try to do with it. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that the, the main thing that I, I found talking to other coaches and one of the coaches that really, really helped me a lot uh, was a young guy at the time. And of course, Craig mm -hmm. still, he's younger than I am. Uh, his name was Craig Farnsworth, and Craig mm -hmm. was uh, he was the coach up at Parkersburg, the Big Reds, you know, back in, oh, wow. in the 90s and early 2000s. And, uh, you know, he, he won a state championship there uh, as a coach, as a young coach. Uh, and they were very predominantly a wing team. They were a double wing team. Mm -hmm. And uh, but, you know, Parkersburg's tradition, uh, certainly back then. Uh, and matter of fact, you know, when he, when he left Parkersburg, he went to Musselman a year ahead of me and he was one of the, okay. one of the big reasons why I went there as well. But, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a defensive guru. I mean, he really knows his stuff. And, uh, mm -hmm. he said one of the things to do to stop the wing tee was just, if you can, uh, you know, what, what we call block the blocker, we would put somebody on top of that tight end and, and, uh, you know, we would make sure that tight end did not get off the ball and, and get down mm -hmm. on people. Uh, mm -hmm. And we just call it block the blocker and essentially just try to take that tight end and drive him back into the backfield or at least, you know, maintain, mm -hmm. uh, don't, don't let him get off the ball. Uh, and what that does is that eliminates the wing blocking down, that eliminates him blocking down in theory and uh, waggle. It would, you know, slow the release of him down. And, and uh, you know, if we can, if we can stop that, that wing, t that, that tight end from blocking down that wing and then the guards mm -hmm. that, try to kick out coming off the edge of the, of the, of the, you know, the tight end wing, you can kind of maybe jam that up a little bit. And that was pretty much what we did. We didn't really face a lot of wing T teams because it's not something mm -hmm. that down in this area that we would see. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? That's more mm -hmm. of a Northern type thing, but uh, mm -hmm. we did, we would just stick that some, you know, and it wasn't, it, it could have been our, you know, it could have been someone that one of our offensive linemen that didn't even play defense. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. We would just, yeah, absolutely. He, his job was to block the blocker and, and sure. that's all you do, you know, and, and create a, create a train wreck right there at the edge. That was his job. Mm -hmm. so, that's awesome, man. Do you like an, do you like odd front, even front? What's your, what's your, what's your deal with that? Well, for years we were a four, three team, you know, okay. you know, we, let our linebackers kind of play and we would, you know, our, our D line would have to do the old, what, you know, squeeze and, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, don't, don't let, don't let anybody get down your linebackers and let those linebackers kind of run around. And, uh, you know, uh, but then uh, you know, that was in, in, in six, seven and eight, we were a four, three team. Those are the three years I was a head coach and I kind of stepped away for a while and, mm -hmm. you know, had some baby and I kind of got back into it and, you know, 14 and 15, I came back to Fayetteville as a head coach, but, when I came back, we 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 went to a three four, and we angled out of it. We slanted out of it. And, yeah. Uh, okay. A lot of pressure. We pressured a lot of it, you know, and a lot of, and uh, you know, um, we really kind of coached our secondary out to make sure they they were, you know, our safeties in particular. We wanted those guys to come downhill on on run fits, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in a lot of quarters, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, pattern read, if you will, whatever you want to call sure. that. Uh, uh, and we really coached our safeties up really hard on that. So we were kind of, you know, mm -hmm. angling and linebackers were trying to slam, slam up in the gaps and, you know, outside mm -hmm. linebackers coming off the edge and 
We just made sure our safeties were coming downhill. You know, we call it setting the post. They were the force players, and uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just make sure every gap is 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 in theory is 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 filled up, and uh, sure, you know, get after and get going. So, but that's what we did, and we had a lot of success with that. It was a lot easier to coach. We felt than the four three mm. trying to read and react type defense. We wanted to mm. move these guys around and pressure with them. So, and the kids like sure. it too. You know, it's just turn them loose, man. Let them go. <laughs> Heck yeah! I was talking to a coach a couple of nights ago. He he said if if you find a guy that can coach the four three up, you found a unicorn because nobody really yeah. runs that anymore. Like it's yeah. one of those defenses yeah. that it may it will come back because that's how football is. Yeah. But like yeah. nobody, I mean, Poca runs that here um up here or over here from y'all um yeah man that's that's the only team that does that nobody else mm -hmm. plays that four three true mike look but like three four to me is is a great adaptation of the four three i mean it's it's the same figure too high seven well really it's a nine-man box first if you're you know 21 personnel 31 personnel right. yeah it, it, be, it, it better be right it better be yeah <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and, and we had a lot of success with the four three, you know, you know, in the in the nineties and through through the mm -hmm. mid you know, two thousand five, two thousand seven, you know, in there, and and uh, but it's just you know our our kids, you know, um, we never really had really big kids at Fayetteville, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we had we had kids that that were quick and they were tough, and and uh, we decided just to kind of. We we put them and you know, I, I call it head up, you know, zero, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, twos and fours, whatever. Uh, we get them head up and we just hey, have them hit that yeah. gap, you know, and keep guys guessing and, and just try to mm -hmm. try to get their body in that gap and, and 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 you know bring somebody else behind them off their tail end and a lot of you know loops and crosses and you know whatever mm -hmm. you want. Different people have different terminology, but we were just really, you know. Uh, slamming gaps we were getting people mm -hmm. in gaps and if it happened to be a pass just keep on going baby just we'll keep going big boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and uh and we coached like i said we try to coach our secondary up to where you know we we make sure that we understood you know how many eligible receivers there were if there were three sure. vertical threats we were in cover three you know if there were four mm -hmm. vertical threats we were in quarters you know we were just kind of trying to match up man to man mm -hmm. and and uh and they seemed to do really really well with it they had a lot of fun with it and uh like I said, they they like they like blitzing, they like pressuring, you know. Heck yeah, that's awesome, coach. Talk about your special teams philosophy. Are you a riverboat gambler, or are you more of a conservative type guy? Probably pretty conservative. I, I'm okay. I'm, well, you know, we you know we we would watch a lot of film like all other coaches do, obviously. But you know, we when we would take you know you know calculated risks, you know, on special sure. teams. Sure. You know, uh, our kicking philosophy basically was, again, we were going to angle it. We were going to try to get it, you know, on, on a number or between a number and the, and the sidelines. We were going to try to pin people to, you know, two-thirds of the field instead of the whole field, particularly when we're punting. You know, we were always trying to get it 30 yards minimum, 35 yards out of bounds if possible. You know, that's, that's mm -hmm. what everybody shoots for. But, you know, we very seldom kicked in the middle of the field because, uh, you know, we felt, uh, you know, this is a Parkersburg thing as well you mm -hmm. know we got this from some of the parkersburg coaches uh, uh you know when you kick it to the middle they can go left right or to the middle so yes if you sir kick, you kick it to the boundary they can only go back into the middle of the field or up the sideline so you know you mm -hmm. you kind of have a little bit more control on where you think the ball's going to go uh mm -hmm. and uh but you know that's kind of what we were and you know we um 
you know, we set walls, you know, in our, mm-hmm. you know, with our punt return. Now there were some guys, I think I was at, over at Woodrow Wilson and coach Lilly, John Lilly did a great job over there. He did something called, you know, he called Jesse James and I'd never heard of that before. And that's just, huh? you get up on your guy and that's who you block. You just, you yeah, know, yeah. mirror him down the field, you know, and, and, uh, sure. just hold him up. And, and of course we had a lot of speed at Woodrow and, and that, that seemed to work out pretty well for us too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we would spend a lot of time on special teams, Coach. We, we really did. The, the thing that, you know, special teams are one-third of the game, if you will. You know, you hear that phrase sometimes. But, you know, we, we did. We, we, we worked on special teams every day. And, and it was mm-hmm. a minimum 30 to 45 minutes of practice. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and, you know if, if it was an offensive game day, we would do, you know, we were opposite. If it was an offensive day, we would do, you know, punt return and kickoff return, you know. And if it was mm-hmm. a defensive day, we'd do punt and – you know, kickoff and always worked on onside and return, you know, hands and, and uh, you know, uh, fielding field goals, you know, returning a mm-hmm. field goal, you know, different special situations like that. Uh, and I'll tell you in single A, that really, really paid us dividends for us sometimes, mm. you know, working with the special teams because, you know, a lot of coaches in single A, you know, just because you don't have very many players and you're trying to get this done and get that done, mm-hmm. they, you know, you neglect it, you know, but, uh, our kids took pride in our special teams. You know, we had a special teams captain and that was his job was to get mm. you know, everybody ready, you know, third down, we're getting the punt team ready. He's getting everybody ready. And uh, mm. so uh, we, we took special teams pretty seriously and it, it seemed to help us a lot. We won a few games by field goals, coach. You yeah. Know? It's, you know, it's some big games actually. Uh, but Heck uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. That's awesome, coach. Coach, as we, as we wrap it up, I would love a nugget for a young coach looking to get into coaching. What's something that you wish you knew when you, you're about to get in this wonderful profession? That's a good question. Uh, it kind of caught me off guard with that one. You know, I, I tell you what I would tell a young coach, you know, because this is one of the things that I have found that's been most important to me being an assistant coach um, because the, the coaches that I was under – you know, I called them coach, you know, mm. and, and I still call them coach. There's very, very few coaches that I ever used their first name. Uh, and, and as, as I became a head coach, this is what I looked for. And uh, mm. this may not be what you're asking, but I, I, I think it's very important to be loyal. I, I think loyalty is something that mm. that coaches uh, need to understand and, and, and need to exhibit with one another. And, and mm. uh you know, uh, because, you know, Vince Lombardi said that loyalty is the greatest of all loves, you know, mm. and, you know, he even went on to say it should be even more than the love that you have for your wife. I read oh, that. wow. Yeah. I read. Yeah. My wife, my wife just said, what? Yeah. He, yeah. That's not me. <laughs> that's Lombardi. funny to say. But, uh, you know, so, you know, these young coaches, you know, if, if they can, if they can stay loyal, to, mm-hmm. to their head coach and, and, and loyal to the other coaches and, and, you know, try, try to, uh, you know, be that team player and, and don't, don't get pulled away when things are going bad and, and, and that type mm-hmm. of thing, you know, and, and look for that in coaches, you know, as you become a head coach, I, I think loyalty is, is one of the big things that, that can really help you know, the success of a team. I really do. That's awesome. Coach, coach. I love it. I appreciate your wisdom. Thank you for coming on and spending some time with us. Yeah, coach. Anytime, man. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I, I really, I really mean that. It's been a great yes, time. Sir. This is awesome. Thank you for, thank you very much for coming on. 
All right, coach. All right. See you, man. <laughs>